All right, welcome to Disaster Dad Nation, to uh, this week's Disaster Dads. We are taking a brief break from the ha-has at the top of the show. We felt like we had to comment very briefly on what was what happened this past weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia, which is not very far from where the Disaster Dads uh, World Headquarters uh, is located. We could spend an entire episode, probably multiple episodes, going through some of the issues that are coming out of this event. But what we wanted to talk about briefly was that this really does underscore, if you're going to go out to a public event, any public event, large gathering of people with your family to pre-plan. We had an entire episode a few months back on this topic. Um, All of the points we raised there, uh, I believe that was in January, are still still makes sense today. So uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, go back and take a listen to it. We'll link to it so you can listen to it again. So yes. you can show talk. notes. We'll link to it in the show notes. So uh, that's something that we would certainly recommend. Fuck Nazis. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27 of the Disaster Dads. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you very much for joining us for one whole year. That's one year of Disaster Dads. Can you believe it? Our first episode uh, launched on August 11th of last year. So we're a year old. We're a year wow. old. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to me. us. Happy, I guess happy you guys birthday too. to us. It's birthday to everybody. Does that, does that mean we can start eating solid foods? Uh, soon. Wait, no. Is that six months? Uh, but... but you know, Joe, you need to stop shitting your pants. We got to work on Damn this. Damn it. This is kind of like dog years, so it really should be about seven. But, uh, you know, do what you can do, and Whoa. we'll be supportive of you. Who's we'll been in the fewest episodes, Joe Lowry? No. Frank. Yeah, probably me. Frank well, for sure. are you counting talking? Because that would be Rob. Ah, yeah, <laughs> hey, that was early on. Frank, Frank was in his own episode last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that he was. It was the solo disaster dad episode. Um, That's what you get for not checking. Uh, checking you got to check messages. the text va- text messages. I mean, there well, were honestly, twenty-two messages, which is actually that may be an indication that's actually that, tame for this group. That's so. that's pretty yeah, light, pretty yes. light. <laughs> and. I honestly would not have expected it. And, you know, years ago that you could actually have a full conversation in gifts, which means that I might go check out the emoji movie, but I'm leaning definitely towards no, but, um, I'll uh, wait for the gift movie sequel. The gift movie will be much, <laughs> the gift movie, episode three history of the world part gif. Um, Oh, nice. I thank like you. <laughs> thank you. Copyright that right now. <laughs> I'll do that. Um, but no, so again, thanks to all of our listeners. I'm, uh, this was just a random, uh, random school project that the disaster dads joined me on and were willing and able to, uh, it started out as sit down and see each other every couple of weeks. Uh, then we realized, Hmm, life sucks and fuck Nazis. So we have to do this over Skype. And so, well, actually, technically let's back up. Technically it started with, Hey, we should have a poker night. <laughs> For two years, <laughs> but but then Eric never executed to, go back to school. Yeah, unlike the rest of us ever would. Yeah, decided to do something productive with his life and then drag the rest of us into it. So exactly, that's true, and and uh, <laughs> it hasn't really worked out that well for me. But it is wonderful to be under that crushing debt. I do appreciate that. Um, but so, anyways. Uh, one year, uh, I want to thank all of our listeners, but I really do want to thank the Disaster Dads for for sticking with me for every couple of weeks, uh, jumping up on. Um, I I'm, I can't even track what is going on there, Joseph. Um, yeah, it's a tweet. It's called a tweet. Yeah. Well, it's 140 characters. Thanks. Well, that's he was true. In the middle of being nice and thanking us, and <laughs> no. he's going to send us more field notes, notebooks. But no, you had to go. It's okay. It's okay. Because to be honest, the disaster dads really don't know how to tweet on the official account. Um, 
So for those of you that do follow us at Disaster Dads on Twitter, thank you very much. Make sure to check us out on DisasterDads.com, which I had to renew for a year. So we can talk about that later, Dads. And uh, <laughs> on the Facebook at Disaster Dads. Uh, no, but one year. It's It's been great. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I had no idea what to expect with it. And I'm thankful that you guys are willing to, you guys being the, the other dads are willing to sit down and, and chat with uh uh, with me every every two weeks or so, and about random stuff. Oh come on, Dan! I love you so much. You can just just I love when your beard rubs the way that it does, and it's just you know, it's a glorious I thought, thing. I thought you liked when Frank Frank's beard rubbed. Well, we there we did. There we go. That's that's what we we're missing for many episodes. Oh, that, you know, microphone on, forever unclean. <laughs> <laughs> that beard was on more episodes than Rob. So. Uh, <laughs> Or the louder. <laughs> so, um, so no, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, uh, and with that, we are going to be talking about, um, well, this is an episode that Twister. I, say what? Twister. 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 We can talk about Twister. Right? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. The, uh, oh, actually, I'm thinking, I can't remember the joke right now, so I'll come back to me later. Um, this is not something that I have to deal with yet. It's not something that Joe has to deal with yet. Frank has already dealt with it, uh, but uh, Rob and Dan are in the midst of dealing with this. This is sending your kids. We're, we're not. First off, we're not dealing with it. We are mildly freaking out right now, and then next week, the freak out will go to the next level. And uh, yeah, we're sending our kids. Our firstborns are headed to kindergarten. Oh, so. freedom. What? Off to school. <laughs> but see, yeah. Is, it really, is it really freedom? Because, yes, they will flash their ass at no, everyone and they put on way too much makeup. It is slightly different but... imprisonment. It is <laughs> imprisonment at a new location. You're being transferred from a high security facility to a slightly <laughs> to less a, high security facility. To a middle middle security facility, yeah. Uh, my oldest son, to Kevin, a can head off the. Yeah, my Kevin's heading off to kindergarten. I believe uh, Dan, your oldest, Hannah's heading the same place and uh, not the same school, but same grade. And uh, my youngest, Katie, will head off to preschool. So we're both of them will be out of the house for minimum window is four hours a day for four days out of the week. So, uh, so she's so so little's only going part time preschool, not full day, not full day, no, just yeah, yeah nine nine to noon. So yeah, see. we'll have the mornings. Well, I mean, that's I'm a good. Working, that's but... a good trend. That's a good transition. Yeah, Rob, you I... work. What's that? You you work? Contrary to popular belief, I do work. It's debatable. <laughs> it's, it's, it's debatable. <laughs> We've all seen the text threads. <laughs> the the, I, the I half day very... preschool is a good gig. I mean, if you can get that job, but I mean, yeah. it's kind of a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rob. I think Rob's uh, situation works better with that than uh as mrs rob is home yeah at least part of the time yeah so uh we did we're doing full day preschool nice for uh our second and uh as we did with our first and then our first will be off uh a week from two weeks from today i guess uh we'll start uh kindergarten yeah our our where Dan, Eric, and I live, our county starts uh, two weeks from today. They're all heading off. So uh, yeah. I believe everything's about the same time frame in the uh, Northern Virginia area, give or take. But um, wherever you are, it's it's coming. So, yeah. so we're here to help you out with it. Yeah. So what, this your your therapy session. So, what, so with Rob, that I don't in know mind, if you Dan and Rob are gonna. I'm sorry, Dan. So with that in mind, Dan and Rob are gonna lead us through some of the prep that they've gone through and. And uh, Frank will jump in, and Joe and I are going to take a lot of notes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, Rob, if you've had any of these moments yet, but I've only had one moment where it got it got a little dusty in the room. Uh, so far, uh, felt like maybe we were chopping some onions. Uh, which was we walked into orientation, and. First of all, there's orientation for kindergarten now. Right, yeah. Um, it's a, it's that was, I was event. like, wait, what? But anyway, um, 
walked into orientation at the at our school and uh, the principal had written on the blackboard uh, as we walked in welcome class of 2030 which yeah. is the year that they graduate from high school uh, and yeah. I was like oh and then I just heard the dad walking in behind me look at the back blackboard and turn to his <laughs> wife and go you dirty sons of bitches <laughs> so anyway uh that was my only real like emotional moment so far but i bet that there will be another one coming up pretty soon but you know this is like this is a big step obviously for both kids but also for parents especially if it's your first kid going to school and um you know one of the things that i was we were talking about um offline i think we were talking about or maybe i was talking with my wife about it because our kids have been in full-time preschool for a couple of years before they go off how that will be different than for kids who've been either home full-time until kindergarten or only done uh part-time preschool or whatever like the the Though I couldn't imagine being a kindergarten teacher like the first month of class because it's going to be such a just a total train wreck that it's going to be really interesting to see. What do you uh, mean I can't take a nap anymore? Right. <laughs> they they right. do have so our school where or Kevin said it they with it being full time they do have like a I don't know if they refer to it as nap time but they do have like a a, a downtime rest time. You know, we're, they have we're a chill out chill session. Out. They have a chill out session, exactly for you know for an hour or forty five minutes. They play a so little that, anarcho worked. flows, and yeah. in the background. Yeah. So that so that's worked into the day. Um, but yeah, I mean it. It seems like going cold turkey into kindergarten is going to be the shock, and it it feels like at least having the the half day, you know, the wake up procedure is the big thing. If you if you've got a if you've yeah. got a procedure and a schedule with that, you're ahead of the game or, you know, you're on a good track. Yeah, um, I would recommend, depending on when your school starts, you still got a couple of weeks away. Start getting him into that new routine. That, oh, we need, yeah. all right, first off, Kevin is pretty much a teenager the way he sleeps now. It takes an hour to wake him out of bed. So we got we should have started the, the transition with his sleep schedule a week ago. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that rolls out. But And we're, we're lucky because we yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Most importantly, we have we started talking it up over the weekend, and especially today, um, that he's going. And we've been asking about it, and he's excited. He has said he's excited about it. He's excited for the new school. Um, and we're trying we without feeding him emotions, like without feeding him answers. We're trying. Are you feeling anything else? And he did come out and say he's nervous. And that's when an important yeah. thing is, especially for the parent, because it's just as nervous for us and i you know we're sitting at dinner i told him was like you know what it's good you said that because i'm nervous too because i have to meet new parents and, and you know I, I have to make new friends too <laughs> so, you know, we put us on the same level basically yeah yeah i think he's gonna do a little bit better with it than you are though with the meeting new people just um, gonna say yeah. he can't do yeah. worse let's, let's be honest <laughs> I, I yeah i work at home in the basement and people are, have not been my thing lately. So, uh, <laughs> lately he's, he's good. He, he hasn't mellowed out much since he's not taking Metro anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have. I have. That's true. Yep. Yeah, so but you have a, you have a leg up on everybody else, Robin, that your wife is a former, um, elementary school psychologist or counselor. Well, she's not, she's, she's still a licensed school counselor. She's just not working at a school. So you don't say former. Um, we're going to get technical about it. Yeah. Oh. My, yeah. My, she is a school counselor. So a lot of oh, we have, snap. I, oh. <laughs> shit. I, I talked over whatever insult someone was just handed. Um, that's like, that's like calling somebody a former Marine, Frank. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'll change the wording. Your wife is a licensed school counselor. So yes, you have that. So. My point was, is that you have <laughs> that. <laughs> talk it back. Talk it back. I'm just saying my point is you have somebody who has who understands what these kids are going through and can help yeah, she, your son with got, that transition. Right. She's got an in with the system. She knows how the system works. She knows where to go. And and that was a a point that we came up with. You know, she was 
you had the school supply list and what to get and everything, and we're going to get into all that. But I was like, well, where did you find that? It's on the school website. It, it's on this part. I was like, okay, I'm here's the scenario. I'm the ignorant parent that's that doesn't know. So help me out. Where did we find this? Because I want to be as in the know as anybody else. So. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've gone on at least three tangents, right? Let's uh, let's steer back a little bit. What we thought we would do tonight with the episode, which we've already failed at, is basically start from the beginning of the process and move through getting to getting actually starting your kid at school. Right. Yeah. I, so we, we, we all right. So five years ago, five years ago, you had a kid. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go that far back. But uh, basically, um, where we thought we would start is where the fun really starts, which is registration. Right. And even before that, making sure you know which school to send your kid to, which really in our area. I can't believe you actually hit that line in the outline. (laughs) Know your child's name. Determine if they own shoes. <laughs> it all goes on to the registration forms. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm plotting it out. <laughs> yes. Know where you're know no, which school. Okay, so yeah. Reg- registration for the school. Go ahead. You Dan. can tell Rob taught too many recruit classes at the firehouse <laughs> when he's like, All right, knuckleheads. The one you take to school is the little one that really likes the cartoons. No, not that one, the other one. Anyway, um, so Registration, depending on the school district you're in, uh, could be either um, in person or online. Uh, check your local listings; they'll they'll walk you through it. Um, you know, one district that we use, actually, I guess the district that Rob and I both use, will be using for our kids had 11 pages of forms to fill out. Yes, so and these were not for the, the faint of heart. Yeah. What kind of questions do they ask in 11 pages? It, it's name, address, you, your name place of employment, your your yeah, your wife's place of employment, uh, you know, all sorts of contact information. Yeah, emergency um, contacts, uh, doctor's information. Yeah, medical, medical forms, forms, physical forms, vaccinations, um, and for God's sakes, get your kids vaccinated. We'll do that in a whole episode, but just. Be no, we're not. And, we're not going to even vaccinate. give it that much time. We're not even going to give it that much time. Here's the entire episode for the vaccine episode. Get your goddamn kids vaccinated. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> End of story. Uh, All right, good. We pulled it in. Moving I thought on. we weren't getting political. Right. <laughs> I will. I will add the point though with the with the registration forms. Make sure you put your contact information in there and make sure yep. it's accurate. Yep. Do you have um, to use working, a number two pencil or can I use a blue or black ink pen? <laughs> you can use a well, if you well if you film it online, you use keyboard. It's all so. Eric. It's all fun. It's all fun and games until you have to fill out the form, my friend. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be hearing from you next year. Have you met my spouse? I'm not allowed to touch those kind no. of things. Nope. Oh, I we wasn't gonna, either. No, 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 no. We're no, gonna no. make you do it, Eric. We're gonna. Yeah. All four of us are coming to your house, and we're gonna watch you do it. Wait, yeah. is this like the episode? I'm not, with... I'm not gonna walk you. I'm not gonna walk you through or help you, but I, I'll watch you do yeah. it. Is Guys, this like the episode of Graham Bob? That could be our like first Connor... Facebook Live event. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. No, no, no! Not your your name, your kid's name. Yeah. So, um, and then, so you know, get your forms filled out. Do all of that. It's gonna suck. It's gonna take forever. Um, you know, don't waste. Wait till the last minute. Um, the other thing is you'll start to get mail from the school in relatively short order. Uh, one thing that we were, um, uh, sort of taken aback by and we had to rearrange some schedules on is that in the two weeks, so this week and next week, the two weeks before our oldest starts kindergarten, there are four events for her to meet her classmates. There's like, there's the pool party and then there's the play date. And then there's the ice cream social, and then there's the like meet the teachers event, um, sponsored by the PTA, and that's just in two. And that's in the next two weeks, so um, that's before we even get into, and we'll get into all of the PTAs and fundraisers and back to school nights and all of that stuff. Yeah. So even before we've even gotten to that point, we still have four events but, in the next two weeks. That's but a lot of optional. 
those those are optional events, but they're I recommend them just so your kid knows like this is your school. This is what it looks like. Get the light. Yeah, well, and the, do you know thing. when I went to my school for the first time? Do you know when I met my classmates? First day of school, guys. Let's not baby our children. Thanks, Let's not Joe. baby our babies. You're All welcome. right, Joe. Go back under wow. your bridge and yell at people for change. Uh, anyway, I, I met uh, mine twice because they sent me and then realized that wasn't the right setup for me, so they held me back a year. Then I went again to meet yeah. them all again. Nice. One. So one of the reasons on. that we're we're I'm mildly I'm mildly concerned. Did Joe just take the grumpy old man mantle from me? Did, he tried did to. Just, he tried. It's really not just I mean, just for a few minutes. For a okay. I'm just tired, guys. I'm tired. <laughs> Two kids are a gene, are, are just a total gem, isn't it? It's wonderful, wonderful having two. <laughs> you know, he's it's, not laughing. It, it's working out well for him. Yeah, anyway, I, he's uh, not sick this week, so I'm happy about that. Are we still talking about me? I dozed off. <laughs> no, he is trying to get that grumpy old man mantle. He is. Yeah. All right. All right. So, but one of the reasons that we actually are going to be doing, we I think all four of the events. Um, is our preschool, there's only one of her classmates that our daughter knows going into uh, kindergarten because our the preschool that we're using is just outside of our school district. So most of her current classmates are going to be going to different elementary schools than she's going to. So uh, if that's a factor for you, you know, your family, that's something that you can think about. Um but, uh, you know, as we've talked about in the past in a number of settings and we'll talk about in the future and other settings is um, pre-planning, you know, thinking about a few issues before you get to the very start of the uh, school year is really important. First, um, emergency forms. Make sure you have all of your alternate contacts listed. Um, that Yes, Eric. You, I know you have you have people local, but do they require you to have local people for your alternate contacts, or can you have just like like someone you know, like a family member that maybe not be within the the metro area, or whatever? Like, do you have to have somebody know. local? I don't know how I, it is in, in their district. In our district, you don't. Um, you can just put whoever on there. I would recommend you have at least one contact that's local because if you can't get out or you're out of town for whatever reason and your spouse can't get out to to pick up a kid in an emergency, they're not going to be able, you you know, grandma that lives in in two states away is not going to be able to come and get them. Yeah. So I would recommend, you know, neighbors are a great, uh, great group to put on that list. Find a neighbor who's going to the same school, same schedule or similar schedules and work it, work it out with them. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a common sense thing. You know, we can put my parents on the list, but they're in Philadelphia. They're not driving three hours when, you know, I have common sense, Rob. I just wanted to ask the question if it was required. And I'm I'm answering you. So, you know, Kevin's, Kevin's got a stomach ache and is in the nurse's office. Come get him out of school. Okay. What, What we've done is actually, you know, we have three kids, Kevin and two others in the neighborhood that are all going to the same school. We've actually just swapped our, each other's names and put them on the list um, along with uh, some other neighbors. And and that's just that's in the case of emergency. And also, uh, you know, who's allowed to pick him up from school or get him from the bus? Um, yeah. So um, let me jump in right there. So in Virginia. Um, which is something we didn't know until we went to the orientation, um, is that for kindergarten only, kindergarten in Virginia is a, is a hand-to-hand right. transfer st- rule, meaning you can't do kiss and ride and let them walk in. You have to physically take your kid to the door only for kindergarten. And, um, Are you sure about that, Dan? Yes. Unless the principal yeah. and the Fairfax County website is lying. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm quite i'm pretty sure about that the and the the hand-to-hand varies so our the school where we'll go in our part of the county does have kiss and ride but it's actually you pull up and the teacher working the kiss and ride that day takes your kid out of the car so there's your hand-to-hand yeah i mean yeah that's and, so at our school it, at yeah. our school we are you're not even allowed to use the kiss and ride 
you got to walk or a kindergarten. You have to if you drive there, you have to park. You take the kid out, take them and transfer them to a to a teacher. The point yeah. the, the point being look, the mechanics and the way that each school is going to interpret it, I'm sure will be a little bit different. The point being it's a higher standard for kindergartners than it is, you know, something as the principal at our school said, um, once uh, they walk out of school, the last day of kindergarten, something magical happens and they no longer require that level of um, attachment. But uh, I think the drop off is actually less of an issue for the hand to hand than it is for picking up Hmm. because the way that our school works, particularly for kids that are on buses, um, the bus needs to be met by either a parent or middle school age sibling or older. And they go to the bus driver and say, you know, by name, I'm here for Rob or I'm here for Joe. I'm here for whatever. And then the kid gets taken off. And if if there's not someone of that age to do that, if it's just the fourth grade sibling or the fifth grade sibling, the bus takes the kid back to school and they call the parent. And if you can imagine that scenario, think about that. Yeah. You know, fourth grade sibling is freaking out because the kid, their brother or sister can't get off the bus. Um, the, and the poor, just a five, total six, nightmare. The poor five or six year old has to sit on the bus for another half hour until they finish their circuit and go back to school. And you know, right. that's and it's, for them. And it's, it's primarily a big deal for the kids who ride the bus home because, you know, the bus gets home at four, four thirty. Um and yeah, there are some neighborhood parents there to meet the bus um, and the bus drivers, especially for the first, uh, I'd say, month and a half, two months are very strict about your parents here, yeah. your garden here, somebody yeah. here to pick you up. Right. And our one of the things that our school does, and again, this could also potentially differ school to school, district to district, is for particularly for kindergartners, um, if you're going to have someone on your emergency contact form or not, you're just, you know, grandma and grandpa are in town. So they're going to do pickup that day. You need to clear them, even clear that, that person, even if they're listed on your alternate contacts list for every specific pickup Mm. or drop off. So at least for our school, and I guess, you know, we'll see, and we can do a follow-up episode in a couple of weeks, maybe to see how things are going. But our our school seems to be um, fairly stringent in how they interpret um, pick up drop off, who has the right to do it, and et cetera. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, it may be funny to do a sort of a hot wash in a couple of weeks, yeah. right? To see to see how everything's going. How but, much wine uh, is That's the way that it looks like it's going at uh, at you know, <clears throat> happy, happy, joy, joy elementary by us. Right. <laughs> yeah. We can see, yeah, just track your wine uh, usage in the next couple of weeks and we'll have that put in as a, as a metric as well. Now, do there, you think right. that between there will be a significant sample size, statistically <laughs> yeah. significant? Um, I mean, it sounds very similar, but different. Is it, do you think it's a, just a principal thing, like experiences yeah. they've had in the past and they just want to, they just, and extra precautions. Not that, not that the other one's not as safe. I'm just trying to figure out like, like where the handbook no, is. Think, They're both no, the same I, I county. Think I'm trying to say is that my elementary school is better. And uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, each that's, principal that's, is each principal is different. Um, it's their school, their rules. They do what they feel is best. Um, okay, and it, yeah. it depends on their community. Um. It just depends on their community. It also varies. And another thing that plays into it, which is what I've seen from our elementary school, uh, is where it's located. Just the geography of it and the logistics of it. There, mm. there really isn't a big parking lot. So no. you can't have a bunch of people parking and taking mm. their kids in, which is why they have a teacher station for the kiss and ride. And we're coming off of, I mean, a, a major road in our town. I mean, it's a pretty busy thoroughfare so yeah. you know you do want to keep track of moving so it it all varies on the principal preference and physical geography of the school so rob are you going to be driving uh your young gentleman to school how far away so, is it from you guys uh 
just shy of a mile. So what's, what's actually going to happen is, so we do qualify for a bus, but what will happen is, um, most likely, my wife uh, will take Kevin to kindergarten because she's going to drive past there on her way to drop the younger one off at preschool. Uh-huh. So, or at least for kindergarten and first grade, we'll be driving and then, you know, we'll reevaluate the bus later. Um, but, yeah, one or someone will drop them off. Gotcha. Long answer. So we're uh, – I'm trying to do the math in my head. We're probably – 50 yards, maybe less from our elementary school. <laughs> that was tough math. So we'll walk most of, probably right. two seasons. Because if most, you drive. most of the way. <laughs> we'll walk most of the way. Well, hit you. Um, yeah. well, you know, it's funny. You joke, but it's like, you know, we've got the opposite situation than, than Rob does where preschool for the little monster – and kindergarten for the big monster are in opposite directions. Uh, so, uh, and because my wife and I both have commutes, that makes it a little bit more difficult. So we're actually still trying to sort of game plan out exactly how we're going to make that work. Um, and and we'll we'll deal with that when we um, you know as we as we move through, but. Um, that actually does sort of come up to the next bullet point that we had to talk about, which is transportation. So, you know, we've sort of danced around this a little bit, but, you know, think about this, um, you know, do you qualify for a bus like Rob does? We will not qualify for a bus until <laughs> it goes to middle school. Well, actually it'll be secondary school because our elementary school goes through sixth grade. Um, you know, if you're drive, if you're going to be driving the kid, is there a chance for a carpool? Uh, you know, like Rob talked about, there are three kids right in their street where there's a pretty good cohort going to that elementary school, you could potentially have a carpool. And then, um, you know, in some states, it is still legal to have children walk places. Uh, so that's another potential option. Although, obviously, you know, check check your local laws before you uh, you, you try and make children yeah. walk outside. You guys outside. start a neighborhood walking school bus. I don't know what that means, but I like it. You give the kid in the front a wheel and then make everyone hold <laughs> handles, and that's the walking school bus. You just pick up kids along the way till you get to uh, school. It's but, usually a parent or two walking with the kids. I will say the uh, the transportation nerd in me will want to uh, put out there that school buses are still the safest form of transportation to get your kid to school. Um you know, so if you do if you do qualify for a school bus and you're kind of up in the air about it, school buses are are an excellent Take way to school bus. School buses are an excellent way to do it, um, because do ironic, they have seatbelts now? Uh, not yet. Um, mm. You know, starting I want to say model year eighteen or nineteen, they'll start. You know, the federal government has recommended that new school buses that are being purchased have seatbelts on them. Um, but uh, but they don't have them. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Back up. You said starting in eighteen or nineteen, they're going to recommend that they put. Sc- seatbelts on them? Yeah, I don't think they've been manned. So it's not recommended today? No. no. At, at this point, at this point, it is suggested that they have them on. Um, <laughs> the retrofitting costs, to be honest, the retrofitting cost is so extensive to get seatbelts on buses that don't have it right now. Um, it's not worth it. it, it not to say it's not worth it, but it's very, it could be cost prohibitive for a lot of uh, jurisdictions. So it's not as so, expensive when you buy a new bus to put them on. Um, so it is recommended that when new buses so are purchased to do it right now, it is suggested. Yes. And that's recommended. In the future, it will be recommended. Don't, don't even know. We're, that's, yeah. we're, we're going to do had, a whole episode on two years ago. Oh God, was, we just opened up the wormhole and Eric's about to start rolling yeah. downhill. <laughs> two years ago it was, well, if you give a shit about the kids, think about it some more. I got hey, it. We're, we're gradually getting more restrictive. We're making progress on it. Uh, the current regulatory environment does not allow uh, – it will not come out to make it mandatory to have seatbelts in any near future. So the way that the government has been able to do it is to say we recommend it for safety reasons. Um, the I, There's a whole th- – did you know that you could do math? Tune in, yeah. tune in next week when we read the Code of Federal Regulations. <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's some interesting stuff in there. 
Don't knock no, it until not. you have to do it. No, there's not. But anyways, so school buses, the short version is, if your kid has an option, option to do a school bus, I'd recommend the doing short a school version? Bus. Did you just make a reference to the short bus? You did not do not. that. No, not on purpose. Not. I'm just a okay. genius, and it just happens. Anyway. We're going to move on to before school or <laughs> after no. school care. Before, before we Thank move on, there, there is one point Thank I want you, to make about school buses. <laughs> when you're out driving and that stop sign is uh, out and the, mm-hmm. and the lights are flashing, do not pass a school bus. Don't. Stop. Buses now are starting to put cameras on them. Fines are expensive. In our area, it's a $250 fine. Um, and points. And points. And yeah. points. Do not pass a school bus. But here's yeah, the other. Red light camera. Huh? You know, you know how you get that red light camera or the speed camera? That's basically yep. what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Only these are more. Here's here's oh, a, yeah. here's here's an even bigger point though. Even if they don't have cameras on the buses, stop. don't blow past the stop sign, yeah. dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the points. There's a uh, reason it flashes. Just, and, oh yeah. Yeah. Just, and I, I remember Rob back in his former life as deputy chief running a uh, uh, training meeting on driver operations and mentioning that uh, that was the one traffic law that fire department vehicles cannot basically ignore at will. Which yeah, you is, gotta, put it to you, you this way. S- if a fire engine is driving down the street to go put out a fire at the school, the school bus is going to, and the stoplight comes pops out, the fire engine will stop until the driver waves them by. Yes, exactly. So strong uh, union. Yeah. So uh, you know, keep yeah, follow that. That's a great point. Points to Frank. Yeah. Not driver's license points, though. Right. <clears throat> Real points. So, uh, you were going to say, Dan, moving on from school buses. No, I think that was the other cranky guy. Yeah, it was oh. Joe, me. God, no, I, have, I have a screen full of them tonight. I don't know which one is the cranky <laughs> one at this moment. I think we're in good moods tonight. The one without the glass of vino. <laughs> <laughs> that you can see. I'm going to do oh, my yeah. show impression right now. Yeah, it's pretty close. He's doing well, though. Again, I'm just happy he doesn't have some sort of virus this week. Right. So um, so we've talked about travel, talked about taking the bus, you know, hand uh, walking by hand, the direct handoff. You know, but Dan mentioned a little part of it, the logistics of of doing it. No matter, I mean, no matter how close you are, and especially when you're in the more than one kid zone, which we all are like the logistics of, of either waiting for the bus to get them adjusting schedules. I, I mean, two different scenarios between the, 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 the disaster dad's households. Uh, how are you guys adjusting? I mean, have you done some, some uh, tabletop exercises to figure out how it's going to work? I mean, yeah, we're, we're currently murder bordering, boarding it, you know, that, we are currently murder boarding it well, to get it ready, <laughs> or not enough. That's the real. That's the yeah. real threat. Let's be honest. Um, no, we're red teaming it right now. We're trying to figure out the best, uh, you know, the best SOP. But uh, we're not quite there yet. There's nothing like the last I, minute. Although actually, this conversation did happen today. I get home from work. We get the girls down. We sit down, and my wife turns to me and goes, "Guess what happens on Thursday?" And so immediately I'm going, oh, shit, what did I forget? It's like, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> uh, um, I can't remember. What is it on Thursday? She goes, teacher assignments get mailed out. And I go, oh, for Christ's so, sake, I thought I forgot something. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that you find out what class you're in? Yeah, yeah so you don't yeah, they're, get. They're coming next week. Yeah, and it, I feel like that's a lot later in the summer than it was when I was in school in up in New England. But um, I actually think it's kind of genius because it gives the parents basically no time to complain about it. <laughs> um, and my mother-in-law is actually a former is actually a current. 
She was a teacher in our school district for about 30 years and is now a sort of a mentor for uh, current teachers, sort of move them through their careers. And that apparently is entirely deliberate to avoid having parents come in to, uh, to complain about things. That makes sense. Yeah, my mom was a teacher too, and it just, uh, I think it took longer nowadays just because there's more logistics and matching the kids up and, you know, people moving later, all of the, it, it seems like a very uh, intense game of uh, of uh, fantasy football or something where you have your yeah. draft, you've got all of the kids up there and you draft them out right. and how, you know, get your starting lineup and the teachers are, I just imagine them all in a room, you know, with a couple drinks and they've got we, their we lists. All- we all know the teacher's lounge is a mystical place, and that just added to it. You just took it to another level. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy kindergarten draft. So then once the, once the school year starts, that's, that's their break. They're in there. Brilliant. <laughs> They've got that's their points. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. All right. Today, today, little Timmy, he knocked it through the park, and he did not wet himself before 11 o'clock. That's three <laughs> points to my team. Oh, my God. Nice. Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, that'll be the next webisode of Disaster Dads TV. We'll, we'll, we will act out the teacher's lounge fantasy football right. style. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, teaching kindergarten is not for the faint of heart. Oh, no. No. I never, never, I no interest at all. I'll stick with Congress. Right? <laughs> Yeah, and, and Congress and train wrecks, right? Yeah, uh, I'll stick with the train wrecks and the hazardous materials any day over kindergarten. Right. Although I think yeah. uh, kindergartners are more well-behaved than uh, congressmen. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone through, you get all the lists and stuff. Um, you get your teacher assignments done on Thursday. Do you have to bring certain stuff on the first day of school? Or, I mean... Probably. It depends on the it depends on the school um, and the in the teacher. Some the teachers glue. will. Some you teachers will say bring this. Show up with the kid, that would be a good start. Well, one of the um, things is that once you, this year you you bring your most kindergarten teachers don't actually ask you to bring supplies, um, but then when you get into the spring, um, they'll offer as a fundraiser for the school a deal to buy all your school supplies for the next year. And then you buy them at a discounted rate. Money goes to the school and those school supplies show up in your kid's class the next year. So you don't have to worry about going out to Target or Walmart and buying all that stuff in the summer. Yeah. For the first time around, the the school will email out, put on the Facebook, social media sites, um, what the, basically you have like stuff you need to, participate in and give to the classroom and then stuff for your kid individually. Um, and a lot of these can be found, like I said, on social media, the school website, um, even the local target by us has it posted of here's the uh, elementary list of kind of like a basic, like this is what's on all of them for, for the school and the individual. So, yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. Dan, I think you were talking about your school had the package going for, uh, the yeah, even for kindergartners, we had we had the package thing going, Frank. Um, and I don't know if there was a fundraising element to it or not, but it was like, yeah, you can buy it through the school. Um, and it seems to vary very fairly significantly between, well, I'm sure grades are you know are a function, but also school to school. Where we were talking to parents at another school, and the the prepackaged thing was like 80 bucks for kindergarten whereas yeah. ours was i think 30 or 40 bucks mm-hmm. worth of it's stuff like 46 for a Colin second grade package yeah. next year so year. you know who knows i'm sure there's some sort of like keeping up with the joneses aspect of this going on here between like oh you know this district is doing this for kindergartners so we have to too i'm sure that there's some of that going on um but uh, it seemed uh, it seemed reasonable um, the package given the list that was included of what they need to get uh, to do it. But you know, again, you, you, it may be cheaper if you really want to be sort of a ninja about it and try and snipe the best deals to do it a la carte. 
either Amazon or Staples or a combination. You know, one thing that I think, Rob, you had mentioned earlier uh, when we were planning the episode is in Virginia, there are tax-free weekends, which I guess would probably be, what, next weekend coming up? Uh, I think we just missed it. I think, I think we, we just missed it, it was last just weekend. Yeah. Jen went out and bought everything. Well, kiss my in, ass. In, I guess we're doing Maryland. the deal. Maryland is this uh, weekend. Yeah, okay. I think we just missed – didn't we miss Hurricane Preparedness tax-free weekend? And then there's a different one for schools? Back in May. I thought or, they combined them in the fall. I think it was a – like sure. get your batteries and your Elmer's glue at the batteries same time. Batteries and pencils, yeah. Maybe yeah. Home Depot was reusing a sign. I mean, I don't buy school supplies at Home Depot anyway, but the tax-free thing seemed Wait, cool. Can you buy school supplies at Home Depot? Because that would be like the perfect stop for me. <laughs> if there's like sure two by fours on your supply list, sure. Glue. Oh yeah, the girls are going to a technical kindergarten. <laughs> you can get glue and paint at Home Depot. Problem solved. <laughs> Send your kid with Gorilla as, Glue. Here's, here's the <laughs> thing. Contractor as, pencils, grease pencils. And maybe it's just me, but as far as I'm concerned, if the school needs something, I am going to support the school. I, I am friends with a lot of teachers. My wife's a school counselor. It, if the school needs something, that's going to be a priority to me. Well, that's a, that, good, tra- that's a good transition to um, what I'm calling our next section – the headline is the PTA, or the subheadline, as I put it on the outline, like your homeowners association, only much, much worse. Um, yeah. So I think every school basically has a PTA, right? Yeah. Um, if if your school doesn't have a PTA, tweet at us at at Disaster Dads <laughs> or on Facebook.com/slash Disaster Dads uh, and tell us about it. And Dan uh, will transfer his kids there. Right. <laughs> um, I am not oh, well. allowed to join these groups for obvious reasons. Uh, but, um, you know, as Rob said, you know, support support your school. Join the PTA. Um, you know, there will be fundraisers. There will be back-to-school nights. Um, you know, buy Advil, buy Pinot Noir ahead of time. <laughs> and mix uh, them. Mix them if possible. Uh and, um, yeah, you know, be, be involved in your kid's school. That will be, uh, something that you'll get a lot out of and, you know, not to get too nerdy about it, but you know, the, you know, every study shows that kids that have parents that are actively involved in their school are going to do better than the ones that are not. So and even, even if you don't do the PTA, at least Get to know your kid's teacher and support the teacher and what they do. And, and, you know, your kid is the common interest there. I mean, that's that's the end game. Along the same along those lines, Rob, teachers will say, I need help throughout the year, whether it's reading to kids or doing some math stuff or being a a chaperone on a field trip. Um, I do that quite a a bit um, with with my oldest. I go on all the field trips. Um, the zoo and things like that. So do that. Be part of it. You get to know the other parents. You get to know the teacher. um, And you see what's going on in the classroom. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll go historically. You know, when I was growing up, I don't think we had a PTA. I know in high school there wasn't one. um, Zoos weren't around yet. Shut up. (laughs) No, but I I do know... (laughs) My dad was big on going to the back-to-school night when my brother and I went to high school, and he, he got to know a lot of the teachers. Um, and even comically, he knew one of – he knew my math teacher because they grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, so that was fun when they met. Uh, they, you know, they already had an in going against me. <laughs> I had that same thing. My mom went to high school with my gym teacher. That was yeah. unpleasant. But, but regardless, PTA or not, I mean, get to know your kid's teacher – the PTA is a good way to do it because, you know, it, it's a formal joint thing. You, it, it's the parents helping the school, the school helping the parents. It's it's a give and take that, that works very well, regardless of the, the politics involved with whatever school you're in. And, and if you don't have kids that are in kindergarten yet but want to experience that, uh, just send your younger ones to a co-op preschool. It's, it's sort of like the PTA, just without the structure and... <laughs> Uh, a lot more emails, I want to say, 
And it's almost like being in the fire department with the number of emails and the lack of interest for signing up to do anything. Um, so it's very, it's very similar to that. Be prepared for the amount of emails you're going to get because you will get emails from teachers. You will get emails from the class list, whoever the room, room parent is. You will get the school's emails. You will get the district emails. And then you will get the PTA emails. So be prepared. Uh, but along those email lines, uh, uh, my mom was never really a good uh, email responder person during the day. So it's not, you know, those of us that have desk jobs, we're used to, you know, you get an email, you respond or whatever. Teachers aren't, if they're teaching, aren't sitting by their desks all day and checking emails. So if you want to engage, as Rob has said, you want to engage with your uh, your kids' teachers or whatever, and you send an email, don't expect a response you know, in just a, you know, a couple hours or a couple minutes, yeah. even like give them some time, like a day or more to respond. So set some expectations for yourself uh, going into it. That's what I got to say. Yeah, there. that works. Um, so your kid's hmm. been at school all day. They got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And their lunch is probably at ten twenty in the morning. Yeah, something like that. Eleven. Well, yeah. that's that's a perfect schedule. I'm up for that. I eat lunch at eleven anyway. <laughs> Everyone's that's been up I, since four. Six thirty. Six. So anyway, for kindergarten, do they do? Can you buy into a hot lunch plan, or is it a, a pack your own type of thing? Uh, you can do both. Um, so when Colin was in kindergarten, for the first month or two the teacher said don't buy lunch just pack your own lunch um and that's because of the, the transition going to the lunch line going or the lunch room to have lunch and stuff like that the kids are not used to eating pretty fast because they've only got like 20 25 minutes to eat so oh geez my kids um, gonna be in trouble once <laughs> yeah once uh once that's over then they the, the kids start to buy lunch and you just um most schools have like a um, an account that you can put money on and they use their student ID as the form of payment. Cool. And are most kindergartens like preschools, like peanut tree nut free type of thing? You have to use that. Oh, God. If you bring a pack of planters within 50 yards of an elementary school <laughs> in Virginia, a sniper will take you down. It's with not a as tranquilizer bad. dart. Yeah, not that bad. Oh, it's a tranquilizer dart. That's All right, nice. May, may, maybe you don't get the sniper with the tranquilizer dart, but I believe they do send out like a hazmat team for you. Yeah. And cart you away. So, so no peanuts, and then we currently can't have spillable dairy, so I had to try to figure out what that meant. That's I'm sorry. What? Spillable, spillable dairy. Spillable dairy. So like cottage cheese, yogurt, sour cream. Sour cream dairy? Uh, yeah. So all yeah. those kind of things. Cream. But the cream can, part is, yeah. But I Thank you. Uh, but I can have um, a cheese stick. That's okay. And nothing with cheese dust. So no cheese nibs or anything like that. I feel like not spillable is like a challenge accepted to a five-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They'll that just somewhere. seems like not a good scenario for anybody. So, yeah. So I just put all that out there is know the random rules that your school has, like making sure that you cut up the whatever's to a certain diameter and yada, yada, yada. Yes. Cut your get... whatever's to the proper diameter. Yeah. Right. And, um, and make sure that your thus and so's are chopped appropriately. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the last little bit as we're kind of trying to wrap up here is, uh, we've talked about not driving past the stop signs on a bus. Um, Frank, any other solid recommendations for, uh, you know, driving around schools or anything like that? Yeah. So last year we actually had a, a surge in Arlington of, um, uh, kids being hit in crosswalks and crossing streets and stuff like that. Um, so just when you're out driving around at schools, just pay attention to where you're, where you're going, uh, pay attention to kids in the crosswalk, pay attention to kids on the sidewalk. And if your kids walk into school at the secondary level or middle school or whatever, 
pay attention, walk on the sidewalks, and use crosswalks. Simple advice for all of us. Thank you, Frank. Mm. So we've covered a lot here. Uh, been very random, but it's all associated and goes together. Um, you know, and we're the three of us are well, two of us. Joe and I are going to look forward to this in a couple years. Uh, Frank's he's getting ready to send his to college here any day now, so yeah, you know it's going to be going to be happening. And uh, uh, send boxes of wine, care of Disaster Dads at Facebook dot com uh, to uh, Disaster Robin, Disaster Dan, as they. You can send boxes of wine through Facebook, Joe. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, it's it's a thing now. Amazon is is on it. They've got this taken care of. Boxes of wine can go they send, anywhere now. They send it by drone. You're good. <laughs> um, so as they go through this and, and uh, get it together. Uh, I think, Dan, did you have a book you wanted to recommend for people interested in this topic? Yeah, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy. Right. <laughs> uh, it's an excellent novel. It takes place in the Cold War in Britain. <laughs> Uh, no, I had no novels. I had no oh. books for this. The, 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 the books were courtesy of uh, my school counselor wife. Um, ah. One is, and we have it here uh, at our house, Wemberly Worried. It's about a kid going off to school. She's, she's worried about you know, what she's going to uh, experience and, and meeting new friends. Um, there's also one called The Kissing Hand about separation anxiety. Ooh, I've got uh, that one. It you, comes with stickers. Yeah, which is the last thing your kids need. Um, but basically just head to Goodreads or Amazon and check out back to school books. Um, you don't have to take my word for it. Um, and we know (laughs) copyright. Wow. One person got that. Um, So well, cool. Well, uh, covered it all. We want to say best of luck to all new parents, uh, or I should say parents with kids going to school for the first time parents with kids that have gone to school for a long time it's always a challenge no matter what year it is um you know best of luck to all the teachers out there and the administrators and those that work in the school districts yes um you know all levels of you you know uh may the force be with you as the uh, season starts to wrap up um there's you know some of dan's box wine waiting for you uh somewhere someplace at some time and and actually, we we never got into it. We got so sidetracked and just off on tangents. Um, Not us. And um, an option we never talked about was that there are homeschoolers out there. If if that's your beat and that's your personality, um, you know that works for you. That it's basically the the teleworkers of the school community, and <laughs> pretty much the world is their classroom. And go have fun with it. Um, but yeah, all the te- the teachers, the counselors, the occupational therapists, any the specialists, whatever out there, all the people I knew from college, have fun and good luck this year. If you want to make sure you're get, never mind. I'm not. I had a thing. I'm not gonna. No, not gonna do it. I just uh, want to give a yeah, shout out real quick. School, whatever, do it. Go for I it. I just want to give a shout out real quick. My favorite teacher, my 12th grade English teacher, Mrs. Molly Morello, is retiring at the end of the year, <laughs> and I just want to give her a shout out. Oh. Joe, I tell you what, for your, the fact that this was your first contribution to the episode, that is a very strong contribution to the episode. Yeah. I Can feel like t- that's not. What was her name again? Mrs. What? Morello? Molly, Molly Morello. Morello. Molly Morello. Well, yeah. She, on that wait, note, the Disaster she, she, Dad salute you, Molly. Yeah. Thank you for your years of service. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, sure you did, I'm sure you did okay with the other kids. Joe is just, you know. One that you couldn't quite get a hand on. No, no. she got a president. She got a presidential uh-huh. citation. She got a phone call it's from the procl- president. It's a proclamation. Proclamation. Excuse me. Wait, when? This year? I l- listen. I don't want to get into the story, but it's kind of a big deal. Just, just. President Bartlett called her. <laughs> <laughs> Joe in his best pant- in his best skirt suit was in the Oval Office. It was a whole uh, thing. They talked wow. about Macbeth. This this episode is de- dedicated to you, Miss Molly Morello. <laughs> Courtesy of Joe. 
So thank all right. you all for joining us. Uh, happy pot anniversary, potiversary. Happy pot. potiversary to us. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us and listening to us. And we panic right. so you don't have to. Enjoy everyone. Bye. Talk now. All right. <laughs>